this week on Not Just Another Sex Podcast. But behind the cameras, mentally, what did that look like without blaming yourself? Because, you know, we don't want people being victimized in their work. So the things that I've experienced in sex work have not just been in sex work. They translate to real life. So people go through the same things every day. We would hope that it would be safer. Because it's not the sex work that's the problem. It's not Sometimes the sex work. it's the people or it's not the alignment. And it's, I think we end up trying to blame it all on, well, it's because you're showing your body. That's not no, true because y'all be going through shit and y'all don't be sharing it with nobody. Hello? So it's not the sex. Because now I'm going to say something. Talk about it. If this offends you, I'm sorry. It just Hit is. the boot fit, my bad. People have a very, um, they, they have a very large misconception about sex work and they have opinions and it's all projections because I know people who be fucking people that don't serve them every day but because I do work on camera it's almost like oh no you're wrong well this is serving me is that serving you Mm -hmm. because I don't I don't judge you for fucking your baby daddy who did you bad 75 times hey sugar you're listening to not just another sex podcast I'm your host Samaya Burton I've been a hands-on sexual educator for over five years through my company, Sexual Essentials. So I can tell you that being an adult absolutely has its perks. But now let's talk about just how hard adulting really is. Whether you're healing trauma, building healthy relationships, or figuring out how to create your own happiness, the truth is you may feel like you don't know what you're doing, but you're here now and that's enough. Welcome back to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. My name is Samaya and I'm your host. And I'm so excited that you have tuned in for another and another, for another amazing episode. Um, I'm super excited per usual. And as usual, I'm going to start off with one of the reviews that you guys have left. Um, And before I read it, I just want to say thank you so much to all of you for leaving these reviews. When you guys leave them, I can feel that you guys are being intentional when you leave them. Like, it's very vulnerable to tell you guys that like I get imposter syndrome and, you know, I'm sharing all my business on the Internet and you guys, you know, validate me and let me know that it's working, which is worth it for me in the end. So I just appreciate you guys for listening to me when I ask you guys to drop the reviews. It really means more than, you know, um, those ratings are what keeps us on the charts. We've been on the charts since this trailer dropped um, for this show. So I'm just really proud of that. And I could not have done that without you guys. So uh, please keep leaving the reviews. Um, people are reading them. I'm sharing them and when I'm by myself and it's difficult to keep doing this show, reading these things, let me know that I'm not just sharing my business for nothing. Like I'm sharing it and it's helping people. So I appreciate you guys for doing that. Um, This review comes from She Who Succeeds. The name says it all, not just another sex podcast. It's a healing podcast, a thought provoking podcast, and most of all, a safe place. Keep doing your thing, Samaya. We are watching and rooting for you. Thank you. I I don't know about y'all, but like getting compliments is like that awkward moment. Like when people singing you happy birthday and they all staring at you and you like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Um, But every time I read these, I'm just like, damn, people think that way about me. Like, um, so it it really does help me. So I appreciate you guys just taking the time out to leave it. If you have not rated or reviewed the podcast, please do so. Um, Even the YouTube Um, Even the YouTube comments are really amazing as well. We read all of them. So thank you guys so much. Um, So we have a very amazing, talented, gorgeous, sexy guest today. We have the Simone Sky with us. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How are you? (laughs) I'm feeling fantastic. How are you feeling today? I feel 
You're good. Mm. Why you like looking through me like that? We was just talking and she was being all goofy. We was talking about Blue Street. And then like these cameras <laughs> came on and she just turned it on for me and I feel seen. Like You do. You should. <laughs> you are. She just yes. looked right through me. She gave me the eye, y'all. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Knocking stuff down. Um, please introduce yourself to the guests and we're going to get started. As she said, I'm Simone Skye. I am an entrepreneur. I'm an adult content creator. I make phenomenal soaps. Sumi is my baby. I do a little bit of everything, to be yes. honest, and we can get into it. We are. You know, I have made a, a special episode just for you. We always make sure that we curate the episode around the guests so that way we could bring out all your talents through all the segments of the show. Okay. So you're going to walk through the show with me today. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. So today's adult tip of the day. The adult tip of the day is like a five minute segment where we just, we take a moment to help with the adulting part. Cause like you look up and next thing you know, like you're the grown up in the room. If somebody passed out, like the people going to look at you, like, can you help us do something? And sometimes like adulting is about finding those life hacks. Like go get a cleaner or go get a cleaning lady or try this or try that. And sometimes it's like a, my therapist says, or just a tip or saying just something. Um, so we can really, you know, dig into our grown up. We, we adults now. Right. So today's adult tip of the day is a seed grows with no sound. But a tree falls with huge noise. Destruction has noise, but creation is quiet. This is the power of silence. Grow silently. Mm. And I picked that because, um, you know, you and I have a very unique relationship. Yes. Um, and we haven't worked, technically worked together very much, but we've supported each other a lot mm-hmm. um, through conversations, through just like presence and telling people about each other. Um or just like in support, like I'm proud of you and things like that. And, you know, you and I have always um, really bonded over our anxiety. Yes. And um, <laughs> uh, the ways in which we like work through social situations and things like that. And, um, you know, I was going through a really tough time and I talked to you about it and you talked me off a ledge and I was like, no, nah, it's time to air out the truth. This is like this, this motherfucker up. Like, uh-uh, I don't like that. You know, and I'm big about integrity. And mm-hmm. you were like, I know Samaya. And um, you were like, but look at the, you really made me look at the characteristics of silence and also what you give energy to. Mm, And absolutely. I appreciate like that, that mind, mindset. I know that like my Aries energy is very loud sometimes and yeah. very like childlike. So it's like, uh-uh, I want to tell. Like yeah. somebody got to know about this. Somebody got to know about this. This ain't right. And it's just like, you know, what are you giving your energy to somebody? Like you yeah. got to remember that. Sometimes just even giving negative light to something is more light than somebody even has at all. Absolutely. And That's why they do negative things. <laughs> to get just the to attention either way. Um, so, you know, I was just really appreciative of that. And I'm always grateful. Like whenever we hop on the phone and have our, whenever we do, y'all look, we be missing each other and sending seven minute voice notes because yes. we be missing each other. <laughs> like, girl, I'm so sorry. Da, da, da. And always tell each other, stop apologizing. And I, I just, I really love that accountability. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, just always grateful for that. So thank you. You. Absolutely, thank you. Um, so I hope y'all picked up something from that because she got me together one time. Like, girl, I don't even get this shit, no energy. You know, yeah, she's, we typically lean into things that don't serve us. Mm. And that was one of those things that didn't serve you because you're trying to work through it. So staying in it doesn't make sense. Get the fuck up out of there. Yeah. Put your energy because we only have limited energy. You work, you're a mom, you do you do too many things <laughs> to give someone who doesn't matter your energy. You need all of yeah. that. And yeah. it needs to be positive so you can keep growing. And sometimes when you talk, like, people get confused. People don't know what's going on. Like, simply mm-hmm. off of, like, 
you know, let, people can speculate. Right. Like, I always look, I don't care what nobody say. I look at Lori Harvey. They, baby don't talk. She don't say shit. She don't say nothing to y'all. Y'all hoes don't deserve. And it's <laughs> a different rumor about her every week. Every week. But guess what? She, she never say says anything. And I, I love that for her because also when it goes back to it, it's like, damn, you really can't say anything about her because you don't know. You don't so, know. Um, so I love that, you know? And it takes a lot of discipline to be quiet. What? It takes a lot of discipline yeah, to be quiet. Yeah, it does. So, it does. Um, I've been navigating, trying to learn like what to respond to and whatnot. But we're going to get more into that as well later. Mm-hmm. Some of you all might know me from Sexual Essentials. And others might know me from Not Just Another Sex Podcast. But what you might not know is that I've sold over a million dollar worth of sales with no outside marketing companies at all. For over five years, I've used my degree in business administration paired with my experience of building a brand of influence, and here I am now producing my show and others. With that being said, if you have a business or need to bring awareness to your brand, I'd consider doing it with SE Media Group. Our shows are unique and are created with intentionality and integrity, and we're looking for brands that want to do the same. Marketing should be a monthly expense for your business, just like the insurance or the lights. But truth be told, a lot of small businesses aren't paying for any marketing at all. And if they are doing it, it might not be correct. But I mean, I can't blame you because how can you be a marketing expert when you're too busy being the expert of your craft, which is absolutely where you should be? Let my team use what we know to create more awareness and marketing for your business at a rate that you can actually afford. DM us the word advertise to semedia.group on Instagram to receive details on how to market with your business on our shows. You can also reach us by email at semediasb, as in Samaya Burton, at gmail.com. All right, thanks for your time. And now back to the show. Um, All right, so our next segment is the Twitter talk. So Twitter talk is where we pay homage, homage to... To uh, Black Twitter because Black Twitter is just like a term at this point. It's not even mm-hmm. called Twitter anymore. It's, it's something else. It's the culture. It's mm-hmm. to pay homage to the culture. That's a great way to put it. Um, so here we can talk about like controversial things or just like lit things. This is my little bit of something in the show because you know yeah. we been talking about all healing and crying and getting into it. So it's just like a little, a little balance. Yeah, a little balance. I like a little balance. Um, so the Twitter talk today is what is sex work. And also, what else do you do? Because, oh. you know, let's be clear. Like, Simone is here because she's that girl on the internet when it comes to, like, adult content. But I know that's not all you do. Yeah. And, you know, I'm always here to bridge the gap between what people think something is and mm-hmm. what it truly is. And, like, also getting people out of putting sex workers in boxes. Right. Because it's not a box. Sex work is in everything that we do. Absolutely. Right. So first thing I want to say before you share with us all the things that you do outside of adult entertainment Mm -hmm. um, is sex work can be anything. You can be a psychiatrist and focus on sex work. You can be a film director and only do adult film you can mm-hmm. be a researcher and like how do you think we get these statistics just get how do you get specifically look how do here. we get it how do you get the statistics when it comes to how many people are having orgasms and how many people are not you know intimately fulfilled mm-hmm. like that comes from someone doing the work doing right. putting those things together what about when you have a conference or you know things like that there there are event planners that specialize in intimate events and mm-hmm. you know all different types of things so you have to understand you could take whatever your gift is and put that into sex work so 
Simone and I are both sex workers. I'm a sex educator. That's the field that works for me. Now, I ain't going to lie to y'all. If I ain't have my child, if some of y'all wasn't crazy on the internet, and if I could move like how she moved. (laughs) (laughs) She popping big P. Listen. Big purr, okay? But that's not my gift. But I do enjoy like being a plug for other people and saying like, hey, you should do this. Like, here's a way that you can monetize this. Or actually, you also have another gift is this. And just seeing people for their their entirety, I, I really love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell us more about the other things that you do and like how that can go into the misconceptions. Like people, yes, you know. So you said something about not wanting to put me in a box. How you know people typically do. So the thing is, I don't give a fuck about boxes. Mm. Um, you ask me what I do, I do what I want all the time. And it just so happens to work out as businesses because I do want to do business. Yeah. So. From the sex work, that is ran and operated as a business. People don't know how I grew, how I grew. And it's because I ran it as I would any Any other business. business. It's really important. Outside of that, now I get to use my adult content to sell my Sumi. I've been doing Alchemy since 2015, and I've been selling natural skincare products since 2017. That is a passion for me. So in the sex work umbrella, I'm... A performer, yeah. but then I also produce, mm-hmm. I direct, I help film, I manage women and grow their incomes. I have a course, I teach, I do consultations, and outside of that, I have so many colors. I do short-term rentals. I have um, Turo. I like to have a diverse palette. Yeah. Um, You're a businesswoman, an yeah. entrepreneur. Yeah. So I'm just trying to feel out what feels good to me, what I like. I know... Um, what I want to achieve and what my purpose has ordained. Because for a while, I was just like, I just want to be a person. I want to be a normal person. And I realized, <laughs> What does that even mean? What does that even mean? <laughs> and I realized, well, I don't really get the privilege of having small problems because my purpose is not a small one. Mm. Um, so I do a little bit of everything that feels good. And it just so happens to work out that it can become a lucrative business. Yeah. <laughs> or it, it already is. And I, I get to fit in there how I see fit. Yeah. I think, um, and here we'll kind of just like transition kind of slowly into the topic here, but I yeah. really resonate with that. Mm-hmm. When I created Sexual Essentials, it was a business first. Like yeah. it was sex. But I think that one of the things that I can say, like just some positive criticism to give us in this industry and not just sex workers, but any creative period is that, your creative side of your brain and your business side of the brain are two different things. Mm -hmm. And so like entrepreneurs have to become better creatives or Mm -hmm. bring in more creatives. And then also you have creatives need to be more business minded because so often we're tied to our passion and it's emotional for us. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's been so difficult even explaining to people that, you know, they're like, well, what's happening with Sexual Essentials? You guys, Sexual Essentials is a business. It yeah. still runs. Like, mm-hmm. we still sell products. We still sell thigh-high socks. All of the classes are there. Sexy. Girl, I it's love so when sexy. I see them on your videos. I'm like, Yes. You and Conversational Free. Um, oh, yeah. Coco. Yes. Y'all be rocking the stuff. Because I'm like, if you get them to stick, you know, get the little sticky, they mm-hmm. save all day. I think they are so sexy and comfortable. I love that. Um, but I... I don't think that people understand that the business is still there. It's just content creation is a new career. And so the way that they're doing these algorithms and things like that, it's very difficult to 
be one type of creation creative without mm-hmm. the business behind it because that page can be deleted at any second you know and I had mm-hmm. to learn that the hard way mm-hmm. um and I also resonate into moving into a different career path of um you know production so yes. I really love like not just being talent but being the behind the scenes and being the curator of this look and the vibe and things like that so um I love that for you I love that you've you know, branched off and using your talent to help other people as well to make sure they're not, you know, taken advantage of right. and, and really have the structure to grow mm-hmm. um, so they can have longevity in this business. Because, of course, a lot of people get into, um, you know, OnlyFans and whatnot and adult content creation as a means of I'm in a hard time. Right. They do it as what they would deem as a last resort because mm. people understand the power of sex. Until it comes to them in their personal life, it seems like a lot of people have very unfulfilling sex. They don't practice safe sex in different regards. But especially when the pandemic hit, everybody's like, well, we need money. Everybody sells sex. We know how powerful sex is, but they don't realize how powerful sex is. You can't just put your pussy on the internet and make a thousand dollars. Nobody's going to want to pay for it because you have to know how to like run it and market it. Like, so Everybody, they made the pages and they thought it was going to be a sustainable model. Like, I'm going to have money. I'm fine. They're going to buy my stuff. I look good. Of course you want to see me. And that's not how that works. It is hard work. People don't think the mm-hmm. sex work is work. And it is. You know, my favorite, um, my two favorite um, adult adult content creators are Miss Be Nasty and you. Oh. Yes. Because you guys have such a very similar um, energy. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say a similar style. I was saying yeah. similar em- energy is in a regards to it hasn't been done this way. And like, let me do it my way, right. you know? And so like even the, and, and it sets a precedent for other people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there was Miss Be Nasty. So there could be Miss Simone Sky. Okay. Hello. Um, and just like. I loved it. It's limitless. Like, I love the art that you put into a lot of your work. And I love the way that it's transitioned to really focusing on you, your beauty, and how you move. And just really just adding that sensual vibe to it. Because it's like, even women that are not into other women love your They can appreciate the artistry of it. Yes. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to make sure that I was giving the best possible experience in everything I do. So when you come to my B&Bs... I need you to have the best possible experience. When you come to my page to watch porn, you need to have the best possible. Customer service is first. So when I'm creating- It's hospitality. (laughs) And it's Southern. It's good Southern hospitality. When I'm creating, I need it. You know how we you know maneuver around set? It needs to be not perfect, but it needs to be right. We need to do the best that we can with what we have. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. I I have to put my best forward. So when it comes to editing my content in regards to like my personal self and I'm moving and I'm dancing, it's going to be a production. Yeah. When it comes to doing my products, when it comes to doing Sumi, it's going to be a production. Everything has to be quality. Absolutely. And I noticed um, people were more willing to work with me after I started Sumi and started diversifying Mm -hmm. um, and getting out of whatever box I want to say I had put myself in Mm. because I was like, I don't always want to be sexy. And then I had a little birdie in my ear. I was like, you don't have to be. I'm like, but I'm a sex worker. I have to be sexy. And they're like, no, you can just be you. You're kind of a vibe. So just be you. You're kind of a vibe. Yeah. So I'm like, well, <laughs> shit. If I can yeah. just be myself. And being myself has taken me to new heights. Yeah. Because now I get to do it how I want to do it, how I see fit. And then I get to evolve as I do it. So with my supporters, 
We don't just watch porn. On Mondays, we have FaceTime sessions. We have self-development. We have a little sex ed. We talk. I know their personal lives. I know some of their birthdays because they contribute so much to my success. Even down to Sumi, some of them will buy the bottles for Sumi and they buy every product. Yeah. Every single product. Because they support you. They support me. No matter what you do, you start selling Play-Doh, they're going to be with it. They're going to have a ball. Yeah. And I didn't realize... Um, how significant that was back when I started my first business in 2017. Um, because, you know, we get really, really anal retentive. Yeah. So we're like, it needs to be right. It needs to be perfect. Yeah. And then on the back end, I have people telling me, you could sell us air and we would buy it. I'm like, oh, so you just want this as is? It's not how it needs to be. They're like, yeah, just give it to me because I would just want to support you. When I tell you I was making stuff for Sumi and they said, do we have a new product? Because we want, we want, we want to buy new things. Oh, okay. And I'm over here causing my own chaos for what? Yeah. Y'all are here trying to support me and all I have to do is be myself and find my path. When you and I met, we met at Exotica. Yes. And I remember you came up to me and you were like, I love how you move. I love how you move. Now, she ain't talking about dancing because I ain't got no rhythm, y'all. But she was just like, "In this, I love how you present the sex education. I've been following you for a long time. Like, you know, it was on my vision board to meet you. Girl, I'm just walking through Exotica. Like, she mind her business. And I'm like, I love you. I love you. I'm like, I love you too. I love you she back. Did. She did. I love you like, back. Thank okay. you. And that was, you know, that was very surreal for me because, you know, watching where people go when they reach out to you, like I, I, I'm always watching, yeah. you know, and just to see the way like you navigate it and to know that, you know, I had an influence at all over that. Oh, yes. Like that's, that to me, that's worth it because I think that what we need to see is like more women being all of who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, like you said, I put myself in a box as well that nobody asked me to. I did that. Right. Um, and so I will, I do want to talk about like the repercussions of what happens mm-hmm. when you get into to sex work or only yeah. fans um, because you're having a hard time. Um, and I don't think you guys realize like when I started Sexual Essentials, I bought, my uh, my ex husband and I bought. I was like, hey, we need to buy some like rental property or something mm-hmm. um, for him because this is a risky thing that I'm about to do. We don't yes. know what's going to happen because now when you Google me, dick sucking classes <laughs> and mathematics class, all this stuff comes up, right. and it's like that's not just what I do. But I can't go back to corporate right. America. You because when you Google me, all these other things come so up. You think unless it's the right person, and you know, you know, right? Yes, the right person, but there's stigmas around it. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. But not necessarily with the same things in mm-hmm. a different way. Now I have to be EP. I have to. You want me to produce your stuff? Like I have to be over the people that you come to, that the, yes. the corporate people come to, right? right? Um, constantly repositioning so that way you can stay afloat and stay relevant. You know, and always being ready to let things go. But if you're not ready to let go of your own sense of identity that you've given to yourself, mm-hmm. you're boxing yourself in. You have to. Share that ego you have to so with some repercussions with um getting into sex work you guys getting into it because you just need some extra money could fuck around and damage your ego because it's gonna damage more than that is when we do things that don't align with us we get really really frustrated and everything's feel it's feeling tumultuous that's not yeah that, that i think you're on i think you're on the right i'm yeah. making up words we have our own little not just another sex okay. podcast dictionary at this point so this but is i that. think that you're on the right track right so we do things that don't align with us and we try to make it fit we try to make it fit and then we get frustrated when we put ourselves in a position that we weren't supposed to be in in the first place mm. so that counts in everything across the board you know we do things that do damage our ego which 
we don't need to have our ego leading us at all. But say, for example, um, right now, if everything stopped and we had to go work a job that we thought we would never go back to, it would fuck our ego up. But it's what we need to do right now. But a lot of people, they lean into sex work thinking that this is going to pay off and I need to do Mm -hmm. it just to make some money. And then they do it. They don't make the money. And now your ego is shattered and you feel a certain kind of way. Absolutely. Because you had no business doing that shit in the first place. That wasn't even for you. It's so crazy because, you know, I always think about uh, Meg Thee Stallion's body song and like Mm -hmm. how it started. I think it was that one where um, whatever song she had and it was like it showed the CEO like saying we got to get rid of like the sex work and this is this. And then he's in her back. Yeah. Like, you know, to the things. And I I find that a lot of people are like that. A lot of people are like, oh, you do this, you do that. But like when you're in a bind, you got to I'm in a bind, Nate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You you think that's a solution. You think that's a solution. But also it's like, and it's not to put anybody down. Whatever decisions you choose, it's because for some reason you thought that was the way. And we're all learning. Like, so it's Mm -hmm. not to be negative. It's just to say, like, when we talk about this sex work thing, you know, a lot of people don't bring it up as a real career. And they don't understand, like, even the influence that sex work has on other things. Mm -hmm. But, like, like, everything. Like, they're hiring fake sex workers to act like sex workers. workers. So I really appreciate, like, even when Big Crit came out with, like, Blue Flame and he Mm -hmm. did it with the real strippers from Blue Flame. Or, like, P-Valley actually hiring actual strippers like mm-hmm. that's really important because a lot of times people are trying to impersonate the craft yes. and trying to downplay the creative when it's the influence it's just you like the ghetto girls when like? it comes to fashion that sounds like black people everybody mm-hmm. tries to emulate us but they don't, don't nobody want to just support the, right they don't want to just support us yes. they don't want the consequences that comes with they don't want any of that but they want to emulate everything that we are because we're walking art and i believe that well one all of that is is absolutely spot on. What I do believe in, what I truly want for like the sex work industry is to have more boundaries. Oh, yes, and absolutely. More structure and to treat it like a business, to take yourself seriously. And I say that because sometimes you do get stuck in things for mm-hmm. way too long. You're working with people longer than you need to, or you're working under people longer than you need to when you can do it yourself or you can go to someone else and and take it up another latch. Maybe you do want to teach. Maybe you don't mm-hmm. want to just perform because at the end of the day, how do creatives retire? Right. How do sex workers retire? You have to build a business. You have to build a Otherwise, business. Otherwise, you'll be working until the day you die. Yes. And so, like, for me, it was, it definitely, um, it's definitely been a grieving process yeah. with sexual essentials because the internet has forced me to put it in a certain, certain pocket. And now, luckily, and I try to explain that, like, sexual essentials was dead. It was dead, not because it was dead in my heart, but without the Instagram page, you can't help where you go viral. Mm-hmm. You can have the email list. You can do the stuff. But... My, the, the funnel that was working with me was the Instagram one. Mm-hmm. When that got deleted and that was taken away, for me, it just showed that this was not the sustainable business. This is not like when you leave, you're not leaving your child, the dick sucking company. Oh, like, what? so what are we going to do next? And right. how can I keep it alive? So it's like creating not just another sex podcast, understanding what RSS feeds are and that these are, this is content that is evergreen. It doesn't have to get deleted at all, you mm-hmm. know? And, I transplanted the heart of sexual essentials into something bigger, something that would not die, something that they could did. not take. You did something else really good too. You had product. Yes, I've always had product. You, you yes. had something <laughs> tangible, yeah. you know, for people to 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 purchase because we're always going to have consumers. Yes, the yoni so. oil and the yoni wash is still in circulation, guys. Like people still live, breathe, and die by mm-hmm. the. I still use the yoni wash and mm-hmm. the thigh high socks. Like those are things that embodied intimacy and sex without just being the classes or, you know, and even digitizing the classes. I'm more than one thing. Like 
I would not have even given myself the space to become a person in production because I didn't think I was qualified. Right. For what reason? Why did you not think that you were qualified? You can go study anything else. But and if, do anything. But if I, all I can do is teach dick sucking classes, it's not to put down the dick sucking classes. It's saying that I want to do other things or either I've gotten really good at this. I want to learn something else. How can I do more? So buying, learning to buy back my time mm-hmm. as a sex worker. Have, have you studied AI and figured out how to incorporate? Because it's phenomenal. AI into your business or, mm-hmm. you know, have you done that? And it's just like, take yourself seriously. You want people to take you seriously. Like you get mad at all these other people, but are you taking yourself seriously mm-hmm. as a sex worker? Like stand on that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stand on that shit. Hey guys, I've been getting asked, are you going to do a Black Friday deal? Honestly, I have no idea, but I do think I have some news that just might suffice. If you guys haven't noticed, we have been updating all of our Sexual Essentials content, including our masterclasses. So for the last time, the three masterclasses that have sold over 10,000 copies is available now in one bundle. Yes, that's the Mouth Masterclass, the Dick Writing 101, and the Masturbation and Squirting class. All three of those are available in one course now for 100 bucks. If you didn't know, each of those classes is normally $100 a piece. So make sure that you take advantage of this because it's for a limited time only because these classes are being taken offline. All right. Enjoy. And back to the show. Um, I also want to, because I, I want to move past this. I want to talk about um, some of our, our, and they're not trauma bonds at all, but definitely yeah. similarities of like our anxiety and trauma. Yeah. Showing we were up. able to give each other grace because we Absolutely. saw similar characteristics. Absolutely. So if you guys don't know, I'm going to make sure I drop the link below for the art exhibit from 2022. Yes. Uh, Simone Sky performed um, a amazing, an amazing performance with Dash from Pure Intimacy. And um, the replay of that is below. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, but we had, you know, it, I'm not going to say it was difficult, but it was our mm-hmm. first time working together. Yeah, it was a little rocky. It was a little yeah. rocky. And I, so I'm a balance between like giving people space for being a person, mm-hmm. right? Like having real mental things going on, like, okay, I might have some anxiety or like, oh, I have social anxiety or whatever, but also getting the work done. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a balancing act. And so it was difficult because Simone's Simone's um, schedule was changing and like there were days she was like, okay, we're going to be here this day. And then it was like, you know, hey, I'm not feeling the best. I'm going to come on this day. Right. And I was nervous because we didn't know each other very well. Right. Right. And you thought I was going to flake and I leave was like, you for oh day. God, I said, I'm, girl, I'm, not, I'm, I'm on sh- the way. <laughs> but you know how it is though when you yeah. have to put your self-care first. Sometimes Absolutely. you have to say... I'm not going to be able to make it because mm-hmm. this is not going to be good for me yeah. for whatever reason, whether it's financial, whether it's like emotional, whatever. And you have your own personal things. And what I'm grateful for is that, you know, we talked and I was like, hey, you know, I give grace. I said, because I have social anxiety and things like that. I was like, I apologize if I seemed, you know, whatever. I just, you know, I just want to make sure this yeah. is going to happen. And, you know, I want to work with you again. So mm-hmm. I just, it just, this gave me anxiety. Like, because I wasn't sure if you're going to show up. We didn't know each other very well. And you were like, I received that. And you was like, I totally understand how that can give you anxiety. And thanks for giving me, you know, the grace, the benefit of the doubt that this wasn't personal. It's yeah. just, this is how I'm navigating social spaces. And we created that relationship. And we were calling each other when we were having anxiety within the sex work world mm-hmm. or like just issues coming up. And I was just so appreciative of that. Um, because like there are people that think that like, oh, you didn't hire me because you don't like me. Maybe no. I don't know you. And I, I didn't even is. know. Like, and I it's think really you're hard great. To people. But I don't I don't know you. I don't know you at all. Like I work a lot off referrals and I think um 
You know, I think that's difficult because when you don't run your sex work company as a business, mm-hmm. it's hard to get your paper trail or to have everything documented and things like that. But I want to talk about like how you navigate um, your performances mm-hmm. now yes. um, with your work, because now you do a lot of solo work or you yes. only work with women. Yes. Um, and we've seen you transition out of working with people and things like that. I want to know like how you restructured your business to help with your anxiety and anything that you may be going on to support yourself, but yeah. not give up on the work. So one of the things that helps me the most and carrying on when I feel like, okay, I'm at my wit's end is gratitude. Mm -hmm. So having a little bit more gratitude for all of the things around myself and then also check doing self check-ins. For sure. So we had the adult tip of the day. When I tell you that doing those check-ins with myself, like what do I need? Does it align with me? Because I'll get to spiraling. Yeah. And when I first started, I was in positions that did not behoove me. So mm-hmm. I'm like, let me get the fuck. <laughs> but yes, behoove. <laughs> you know, because I need to figure out what it is that does align with me. I want to figure out what works for me, what benefits me, and doesn't make me feel like shit. I don't want to feel like shit anymore. Because it's not the sex work that's the problem. It's not Sometimes the sex work. it's the people or it's not the alignment. And it's, I think we end up trying to blame it all on, well, it's because you're showing your body. That's not no, true because y'all be going through shit and y'all don't be sharing it with nobody. Hello? So it's not the sex. Because now I'm going to say something. Talk about it. If this offends you, I'm sorry. Mm, If this offends you, I'm sorry. It just is. If the boot fit, my bad. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is, people have a very um, opinionated... Mm. they, They have a very large misconception about sex work. And they have opinions and it's all projections. Because I know people who be fucking people that don't serve them every day. But because I do work on camera, it's almost like, oh, no, you're wrong. Well, this is serving me. Is that serving you? Mm-hmm. Because I don't I don't judge you for fucking your baby daddy who did you bad 75 times. Oh. I don't do that. I don't judge you. That's your life to live. This is my life to live. I got to figure mm-hmm. shit out, too. So giving grace and having gratitude for where we are because yeah. we've all been in fucked up positions. We've all been in, yeah. You know, so now. And you're doing it for free. You're doing it for free. You this is what you this is what you choose. So that was petty. I apologize. That wasn't even right. But it's truth. It is it was it's true, true, but I do apologize. But you know petty. what? No, it's not free. It's at the cost of their peace. Mm. It's at the cost of their peace. And I don't want to live a life where it's compromising and jeopardizing my peace. Yeah. So when I decided to start working with different people, I need to restructure how I think. I need to Tap into my discernment. I need to figure out what it is that I need, what it is that I want, and how I want it to look. Now, I cannot control anything and everything, but I can control myself. And doing the best that you can and not so that way you don't have to feel like it's my fault if something goes wrong. All I can do is be as best prepared as I can and learn from those lessons. And But other people have to be accountable for their work. But you know what? Yes. Other people need to be accountable. Or for their own, how they come off. Like if they're the bad seed, they're the bad seed. All I can do is try to prepare as much as possible to make sure that it's not. And it actually leads me to another question. But go ahead and say what you're going to say because it might. So they need to be accountable. But I do. I take the blame for everything all the time. But I don't really. I don't get down on myself like I used to. So I used to Mm. beat myself up for it. Now I'm like, okay, you know what? I ended up here because there's something different that I could learn. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Mm. This is not what I needed it to be. How can I make it better? But I can tell. There, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead, babe. No, I want to hear from you. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's, there's things that I could be doing differently. There's things that I could be doing better. And is this one thing that I could be doing better or should I not be doing it at all? Oh. So 
practicing and getting better discernment, getting feedback, getting outside of myself, I had to become extremely self-aware. Woo! Looking in the mirror is some hard shit. Looking in the mirror is some hard shit because now I have to look at why did I continuously choose people that did not serve me? Okay, I have to work through all of my traumas and my triggers yeah. to, to be able to attract better people because when better I was Better business partners, all better of all of it. Everything. And everything. that shows up, you guys. I know that you guys sometimes hear these episodes, and I apologize for getting you off. Go ahead. Remember that just because we're having someone talk from their field of expertise, you can take the parts that that resonate with you and, you know, and use that for your work. You could be like, why every time I collab with this business person, it doesn't work. It might not be sex work, but you might feel like, dang, every time I work with somebody, it only lasts three months. And then I'm rotating like team members and things like that. You have to, you can take this same line of thinking because at the end of the day, we're just talking about work, period. Like it's, it's applicable it's to a life. Because I had a life before I had sex work. <laughs> I was a human. I was a person before I had sex work. You know, the beautiful, one of the beautiful butterfly parts about sex work that I love. I mm-hmm. love the, I love watching the process because you watch when people get into sex work for the first time mm-hmm. and then, or it blossoms into something yeah. and it's like, it's a sustainable business. You watch that. And then you also watch when they make it all about sex work and they're like, cause you're so empowered. Like I'm doing this. Right. And then you also see when they're like, okay, well I also want to do other stuff. And then you see them branch off as authors or you see them branch off as teachers or they Mm -hmm. become counselors or, you know, or they're, they're healers or they're in production and you know, things like that. I'm, I'm always, um, patiently waiting to see how you evolve from one thing to another and not to say evolve as in what you're doing is less than but evolve as in this is a step if you're not dead then there's another step absolutely you know what I mean there's like, always something else to be gained I'm 31 I'm pretty sure I'm going to be another person in seven years like mm-hmm. I expect that you know um, what I will ask you is having a background of some trauma, which if you guys have not caught up, um, Simone has actually been on my Patreon before, which is where all my sex work is housed because they don't be deleting me. Um, <laughs> on Patreon. And so I will drop that interview below too from when we interviewed yeah. the first time. Oh, it was rough. Um, yes, was it, was so a, rough. it was a hard time. Um, but I'm also grateful for you talking with me then because it's, you know, you stayed off the grid, baby. You could Ooh. not get in touch with Simone. Like she was very picky about who she talked to and things like that. And so I'm always appreciative when you received me. Absolutely. Um, receive me. And do. And, <laughs> um, how has, um, what has that process looked like when you've come up against traumatic episodes in, in sex work? Because I know that for me, and I'll talk for myself first, I've, I've had unconsensual situations. I've had situations where I consented to something and there's a, a then you find out afterwards that like, oh my God, you're a predator. Or in in my private life, I've had that, Mm -hmm. right? It's another thing when that comes up, like in sex work or just finding out like you're working Mm -hmm. with somebody and you're like, damn, I worked with this person. And now if I had, if I knew all this information, I wouldn't have worked with this person. How do you deal with that without, you know, or what does that look like? Because it, it, you know, a lot of people like, well, that's dangerous. You have sex with all these people. Sex work can be a beautiful thing. Like there are some people that only work with certain people and they only have like, or they don't work with anybody at all. Yeah. Like I saw that you maneuvered to a lot of solo sex mm-hmm. and which if it's crazy to say, made it more. It'd be jumping. It'd be jumping. It's, intimate. it's, it's very intimate. intimate. It's very sensual. It's the chemistry with yourself is mm-hmm. real. Um, so 
I've seen how it's transitioned your work. But behind the cameras, mentally, what did that look like without blaming yourself? Or because in this world, you know, we don't, everybody does not have a sexual resume. You know, we we do a lot of referral work or, you know, we've come, it's come out where there are people, bad seeds in the sex work world. And we do our best to say, hey, do you know about this? Or did you see that? And But because so much is private, it's hard to really get like a clear story on everything that's happening. And you are a very silent person that you'll just take away your, access period like Mm -hmm. you won't see this anymore you won't hear about it no more you just realize she's transitioned Mm -hmm. and that's that but internally what has that process looked like because you know we don't want people being victimized in their work but also when it happens it's not your fault but hearing more about like what that process can look like for you so the healing process as a person so let me say the things that I've experienced in sex work have not just been in sex work they translate to real life. So people go through the same things every day. We would hope that it would be safer. Mm. But, yeah. you know, there's there's real scary shit outside of sex work, too. And there so happens to be where you would think it would be a community. It's not quite that all the time. Um, so on the back end, it just looks like a lot of release because I am someone who's working through trauma actively. Like I said, gratitude keeps me afloat. That's the only thing that keeps me afloat right now because when everything starts going haywire and I can't put two and two together, I got to find something to be grateful for. So if I can find one thing that I feel like feels earth shattering, I can find two things that put me back together. Being present, something I can touch, even something I can taste, something I can smell. I have to center myself. I need to go outside. I need to breathe. I need to feet in this grass. Figure out what it is that I'm feeling, why I'm feeling it, how did I get here? And then I move because when it comes to talking, I know a lot of sex workers, they get on the internet, they type, type, type. I'm not using my platform to give anybody credit who's caused harm. Mm -hmm. I'm just not going to do it because I know that the way of the world, they, they, Thrive off of some negativity sometimes. It makes people feel things. It's spicy. I'm not giving you no clicks. Beyonce don't address address her rumors. She don't say shit. Lori Harvey don't say shit. You know what I've I've seen is that I also have to remember that because there's a lot of accountability that comes mm-hmm. with having a platform because right. you have to be responsible with the information you put out. Absolutely, You have to talk about, and we can get into vetting in a second. You have to properly vet these people um, because people are listening to you and they trust you. Absolutely. So sometimes you're their first entryway into finding another sex worker or finding a massage. Like so many people have been like, oh, I tried Dash or I tried Sir Marvelous or I tried this because I heard them on your show. Mm-hmm. And it's so difficult when you find that you don't align with people anymore and you're like, how do I navigate that? And I have to remember Remember that each show I'm teaching my listeners boundaries, which mm-hmm. means that I can co-sign for somebody, but you have to make sure that you have your boundaries aligned to make sure that you say, hmm, does this align with me? Because also when I worked with this person, they might have been this person. Mm-hmm. I might not work with them anymore and you won't know or you just notice that, damn, she don't mention this person anymore. So you have to ask yourself, like, you know what I mean? And still right. a referral can only take you so far. Absolutely. So what and does vetting look it, it like? It would be for no you? different if you hired a contractor off of a referral and they built something for your friend and, and it, it was looks phenomenal. Right. And then they came to you and it was fucked up. And you're like, yo, <laughs> what yeah. I, you know, I got a referral. What happened? People, they're human. Yeah. So I've had people in my personal life, like, for example, Back in my civilian life, I recommended someone. (laughs) Listen, I recommended someone. She used to make waist beads for me. Mm. I recommended her to all of my clients. I remember this. And she stole people's money. (laughs) And I went out and I was like, I apologize for referring her. And everyone gave me so much grace. They said, 
you didn't steal our money, so it's not your fault. Yeah. And I understand. And then in my personal life, later on down the line, I had someone refer me to someone. And I'm like, you said this person was good. What happened? And they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, 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 you don't. I'm literally trying to figure out, I wonder what happened Mm -hmm. because I want to give them grace too. I know that they're probably going through shit if they're doing that. But at the same time, I need to make sure that I'm doing the work. Like you said, I'm vetting and I'm using my discernment and making sure that this does fit what I need now. And I see a red flag. I don't take it as beige. Yeah. If it does not fit, it does not fit. When you if say, it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no for me. If it's not an enthusiastic, if, it's... It, for me at this point, because what I know that if it's not a hell yes, I can take time. It doesn't have to mean no. And yes. when people can't respect that, they're giving me insight to who they are. So mm-hmm. I look at people like, and when we work together, how you communicate with me and are you expecting a response at a certain time? Yeah. Like there are certain things I'm looking for just in how we communicate to see if it's a safe place. Um, and of course... Just Googling somebody goes a long way, mm-hmm. a long way, because we can, and people be reinventing themselves out of nowhere. Absolutely. Like, be very clear. I did so much, and I call it grunt work, but it's really the groundwork mm-hmm. uh, for people to get to, because when I came out and decided I was going to do this business, I came out as a business. Right. So I was like, no, this is what I do. This is who I am. This is how I'm doing it. But people had to figure out who I was. I was not offended by that when somebody's like reaching out and they're like, oh, I want to work with you, da, 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 da. And I tell people, don't take that personally. They're vetting you. They're, they have their own it's boundaries. Important. You can't just give people access in such an intimate world and not just in sex work, but in business and give people everything you know what let's meet and make a relationship and you can't force that relationship Mm -hmm. sometimes you just need to introduce yourself like but don't expect me to share all of me with you or like reach out and say oh let's do a scene together i don't know you i need to get to know you i need to make sure that we actually vibe because i've done enough bad business deals yes i don't want to keep doing bad business deals especially when it includes my body i've learned that if someone has an issue with the boundaries it's a no it's a no because Mm -hmm. my i'm not disrespecting you by saying i don't know you that's Mm -hmm. saying that why would i do anything with you that's personal or share all these things that i've worked for that I've acquired when I don't know you. Like you're you're upset because you asked me for something. I don't know you and I didn't say yes immediately. Mm-hmm. Like you guys have to pay attention to those type of things. Look how people present themselves to you and watch how you present yourself to others. Like when you're reaching out and you're like, oh, can you mentor me? Like, I want to do it too. And I know it's in sex work, I got that a lot. Yes. And even in this business, I'm getting that. Start with an introduction so they mm-hmm. can know that you're there without asking for something first. Mm-hmm. You can let them know, why you're reaching out without necessarily asking them to do something that they should have boundaries around. Mm-hmm. You, If you ask me to mentor you, I should have a boundary right. because it's not a, a small thing. If I say yes to mentoring you, that means I'm saying yes to giving you access to my network. It's saying yes to, to helping you with your mistakes and working out the kinks. You don't even know me yet to know mm-hmm. if I'm more than this platform that you see. Don't be afraid to incorporate boundaries into your business without being rude. Sometimes you just need to learn more words, how to talk right. with respectfully or what combinations of sentences to say so you can be respectful and put down boundaries but mm-hmm. don't think you got to kiss somebody's ass if they don't get it it's probably because they're not supposed to be there it's right. not they just gonna, don't know yet or they might not know they're at not all. supposed to be there if they if they don't respect boundaries they're not supposed to get there they might mm-hmm. not have had that lesson it's not always yeah. for you to teach them that lesson the words, my bad. oh yes yeah no, you, got, you, do, you got and that's why i'd be like taking the time because yeah. if it's not a hell yes at the end of the day, it's not yes. Right. And so I'm like, you know what? Let me just take a moment to think about right. it. And even when my answer is yes, I still take a moment. Let me have some time. Let me have some time. Especially mm-hmm. if you're a people pleaser. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because the first thing we want to do is agree yeah. to accommodate. Absolutely. So that. I have one more thing I want us to talk about before we move on to the sex tip of the day. Okay. Um, 
is it all for trauma? That is always the question. Everybody yeah. always, for me, that used to be such an offensive thing. Mm-hmm. And it was because the boot fit for me. Yeah. The boot fit. I was, the- I was in sex work. I was become a sex educator and I want to teach people. And people were like, well, you just got daddy issues. And I mean, my daddy was a kid toucher. Yeah. So yeah, I do, but that's not why I'm doing this. Or it's so difficult when people think that like you're doing it because something's wrong. And it also sucks when sometimes something is wrong mm-hmm. and it's also where you're supposed to be. Yes. And that gets so difficult for me. I created Sexual Essentials because I said, there is no way that, and I saw my dad struggle. Mm-hmm. I saw him struggle with who he was and I knew he did not want to hurt me. It was mm-hmm. actually the only sexual assault I've had that didn't painfully hurt. Yeah. Right. I knew he did not want to hurt me, but there was a level of empathy, which is why it's dangerous to live with your or have sympathy for the boogeyman, right? But I saw that he did he wanted to be a better person. Yeah. And I saw that he had desires, but there was no way to talk to anybody about it, anybody that would understand or even talk about like the traumas that you had that created these things. I just wanted to be able to find a way where people could, I just wanted to help people create the intimate life that they wanted Mm -hmm. so people wouldn't have to violate consent. Right. So it was like, if I could just teach y'all how to suck a dick, maybe they won't do this. But you know what you know in your your heart is that people want the power and they want to take and they want to create pain. That's one side of it. But there are other people that truly... When you repress your sexuality, you you breed perversion. Mm-hmm. Sexual repression breeds perversion. Mm-hmm. And so when people don't have an outlet to be a part of who what is in their body, their sexual self is a part of who they are. Mm-hmm. It is valid. Mm-hmm. It's valid. And when, when we don't make space for that to live or breathe, it's going to happen anyway. Absolutely. If you don't nut, it, you'll nut in your sleep. Your body is going to release it regardless. Like, mm-hmm. you have me ovulating and you like, I got to get some dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm grabbing and clawing at walls. I'm totally out. Like, it's like it's a full moon. Like, going werewolf mode, werewolf mode for the dick. Like, um, but that's why I created it. And so when people say, well, you just did this because you was hurt. Yeah, I did do it yeah. because I was hurt. But it wasn't that. It makes me uniquely qualified right. to help other people. You have no idea why I love sex work. Because to me, you can never validate why you had to take someone's consent. Mm-hmm. When someone says that, hey, this isn't a deal breaker for me. I don't mind this wall barrier me showing. It actually helps me with my exhibitionism right. or this or that. And I will say that sexual essentials was my entryway into mm-hmm. healing. It helped me build confidence. It helped me see that I was smart. It helped me see that I was creative, that I was a real boss-ass bitch, and yeah. that I could help bring people together and help them elevate like the, the business of sex. It's I saw all of that. It gave me the entryway to do production, which mm-hmm. is doing the same thing, but for all types of creatives. And helping sex workers to say, let me help place you on this set. Let me get you on this show. Mm-hmm. Actually, I could, you know, this is how you should shoot this. And like, let's just level up the quality. But yeah. sex workers don't always make the most or they're, they're their entire team. So they need a team. So yes. Providing that. So what do you have to say for when people ask or think that it's just. Y'all just got daddy issues. Y'all be having yeah. daddy issues too. Y'all yeah, just and that's don't. the thing. As <laughs> living as a human, the human experience has trauma. Every single person traumatic. has trauma. And people are like, I don't have trauma. Yes, you do from birth. When you come that out is, that tiny asshole, baby, that's traumatic. traumatic. So you do have trauma. <laughs> Your mom was probably riding roller coasters and shit when she was Whoa. pregnant. Maybe before you even came out. I don't know. But everyone, <laughs> you in there shaking and shit. That's why you act like that. I don't know. <laughs> but that's 
is valid. Our traumas are valid. What we do with them, our our foundation does not have to be the sole focus of our journey. So how we got here, it may have been, or it may have been. I know sex workers who have phenomenal parents, two loving households. And they have not experienced sexual trauma. They don't have any of that. And they still chose sex work because it's something that makes them feel validated. It takes a special kind of person to be a sex worker because we have everyone who needs us that works against us. We're and we still, have to show, we still have to show up. Yeah. You know, so your trauma led you to creating something monumental that didn't only save you and save your inner child, but it helped save thousands of fucking people. Thousands so, is crazy. Thousands of people. I had to, let me tell you, that I had to gut check myself. I had to get myself the fuck together. When my Instagram page was deleted, I literally was like, oh my God. And people don't talk about the grief of like not getting the everyday validation of certain mm-hmm. things, right? Mm-hmm. And then I Googled myself. And I was like, oh my God. Resume, like, extensive. Oh my, and when I tell y'all those comments, those reviews, they do something for me because it's letting me know that I'm not just sharing my business or derailing my family or my history for the hell of it. Like, mm-hmm. this shit is hard to get on here. Like, yes, y'all see the cute parts when yes. we pull it together, but the parts where I'm like, I don't want to share that. Like, I'm embarrassed or I fucked up or I made a mistake or, and having to share that so you guys can learn from it. That shit is not easy or making mm-hmm. mistakes just publicly is not easy. You know, it's all, it's place for everybody. Sex work is important. The problem is that when, when fields get oversaturated with people that are just doing something for money, that's when it waters things down. When people become content creators, because like that's everybody the new thing. Everybody thinks they're a content or, creator now. Girl, that's a whole new field. Like, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that ain't like just a whole new, like, it's a whole profession now. Yes. But anytime people overdo one thing, but that's the thing, if we only pay attention to the limelight things, that's what's going to make you think that I have to do that. I have to be a star to be seen. And that's not true. You have to be you. Every role is important. I love my trash man. He's vital. Baby, when that trash don't get taken out, I'll be like, oh my God. Like, it's chaos. I don't know what to do. It flies outside. Like, every role matters. You have to be careful about how you treat people because you have no idea what that person knows how to do, what they have access to, the alchemy and the way that they change the energy around them. You have no idea what their superpowers are. Exactly. But you can't, you can't move without them. The world is not the same without them. Mm-hmm. Just treat people like people. That's it. That's all. <clears throat> Humankind. Be human and, and kind. Be kind. Like, and that's the thing. People think that being kind is being nice. That is, that's not the same. I'm not a nice person. I am not a nice person. I'm very I kind. I thought I was so nice. No. I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I thought I was the nicest. No, but you're very kind. I'm very respectful and I'm very kind, mm-hmm. which means that like you deserve a certain level of respect for me as mm-hmm. being a person. But my boundaries say that I can't give you anything until I know that this is safe. I'm mm-hmm. always protecting myself. Yes. Always nice protecting is, myself. Uh, appeasing to people's ego more so. And kindness is appeasing their soul. Not, I want to actually... Nice is just yes, 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 no, yes, No, it's yes. not just yes. It's not Mm-mm. people pleasing. Being nice is not really my thing because I was nice for a very long time mm-hmm. and they put me in positions. I put me in positions that were not safe and not conducive to my growth and development. It didn't feel good when I was always giving everything and not pouring anything into myself. So now I'm kind enough to say like, when we first worked together, I said, hey, I'm not feeling well. I didn't give you, you all the details. You didn't over-explain at all. I I'm just so said, proud of you for doing that, too. Thank you. We ended up talking about it later, but yes. I, earned, I earned that. Because I you made earned, me feel safe. I earned that. That's and the, that was monumental. I have to go. I have to talk about it today. I have to go live today and yeah. talk about, you know, like some of the shifts with sexual essentials. And I'm so nervous because it's like, 
there's a balance between oversharing when you've been traumatized because mm-hmm. you don't want people to think it's anything bad of you. It is. And it's like, I just want to explain because I don't want you guys to misunderstand. You to but you have to understand the people that are there for you, they don't need any explanation at all. They're there for you. And then they know that you'll say something when you're ready. And I always let people know like, hey, share when you're ready, mm-hmm. if you want to at all. But I believe, I always believe you. Yes. At the end of the day, I always believe you, you know? Um but I, I will say that oversharing is definitely a, a trauma response. And Absolutely. it's so difficult when you're a content creator where your job is to, sh- to overshare. To share. To share. All the business. Um, but I'm really grateful for um, my community because you guys really don't rush me. It makes it so easy for me to see who's not for me because the way that my community stands with me and they mm-hmm. see me and they give me space to change and be more than sexual essentials and more than... You know, more than just one thing. They allow you to just be. As they you allow me to just be. Out. They and give you grace. Everything that I do, I give back. Everything that I have That's access why. to, they have access to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm just, give me patience to figure out how to be me mm-hmm. so I can share it with you guys in the right timing. And kindness is me saying, you know what, is this going to serve them or am I just doing nice is me trying to still post sexual essentials content. That would be yes. nice because it's not working but for me. But it wouldn't be nice to you. It would not be nice to myself because it's not... It's not working anymore. It's I need to pivot so that way I can survive and not resent the work. Exactly. You know what I mean? I still have a child, you guys. Like I'm a whole grown up outside of here. Like mm-hmm. I have to pay people. Like they don't just show up and do this for nothing. For fun. Like, you know, for fun. Um, and so having to make business decisions means that sometimes you don't get to overshare. Sometimes you have to make the right decision. Absolutely. And um, it's very difficult when you're sex work because people think that you're only supposed to stay there either because they no. don't think that you're qualified for anywhere else or either they think that they need you. And it's like, wait, you're growing past this. I'm not growing past. I'm just, I'm growing around. I'm more than just this. Right. I'm so, for the longest. I didn't, people didn't even address me as somebody. It was, Oh, they're sexual essentials. Yeah. I was a part of that. I was a part of that. That was a mistake. Getting more comfortable with the mistakes and saying, you know what? I hid behind that wall. It was mm-hmm. something that people liked. They liked sexual essentials. I felt like nobody liked Samaya. Right. I didn't like Samaya. For sexual essentials, it's like, bitch, you created that. You can be whatever you, you want it to be. It's yours. You know I can't, I know I can't be what I want to be. Be Ooh. what I want to be. If you work hard for it, if you work hard at it. Oh, and then throw in the body roll. We going to teach me how to body roll? You mm-hmm. got to come on the, the sex show. <laughs> Just another sex. Like, no, teach me the sexy one. I know how to do, the, I know how to do mm-hmm. this one. I need the sexy one. I got you. Yeah, teach me how to do the bend over thing. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, and then the, the hair flip. I, Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm let That's my hair okay. down for the class. But yes. we definitely have to have you come back on just another Absolutely. sex podcast. If you guys don't know, we have an entire bonus show. We let's talk about recreating and pivoting and whatnot. Um, Instagram was giving me so much trouble with mm-hmm. sexual essentials. It's just it just was getting no traction at all for there to be over two hundred thousand followers on there. Yeah. And so now that we have the podcast and the production, we have a show called Just Another Sex Podcast. Is what y'all thought the bitch show was, but it's just the sex parts. Um, and so we have to bring you back so you yes. can do an episode on there because on there we talk about all the things we were talking about with sexual essentials and a podcast form, and you can try it and demonstrate and show the sex positions sure. and all kind of things. So make sure you guys head over to there um, to check it out and also to see the replay of Art Exhibit Twenty Twenty Two, as well as the first. Um, interview I did with Simone. Um, but now we are going to get into the sex tip of the day. Okay. The sex tip of the day pays homage to Sexual Essentials, which is, you know, now this company, this podcast is owned by my media group, Some Something Extraordinary Media Group. Mm-hmm. The S and the E is intentional. It, Like I said, the, the S and the E is from Sexual Essentials because it yeah. was something extraordinary. It is something extraordinary. So I'm just so grateful to be able to transplant the heart of that business into this. Um, so the sex tip of the day 
is about moving your body. Absolutely. And I've said this before, Simone is just so has such a chemistry with the camera. She has such a chemistry with the camera when it comes to her body and like the sensuality of it all. And just such, and, and you know, she ain't hard on her eyes. You know, they're fine. She's fine. So it's, it's always beautiful to see you move and just create these themes. And it's just so sexy, these alter egos that yes. you like do. I'm so big into alter egos because sell it. Mm-hmm. Baby, sell me. I don't know who I'm gonna be today, but she's gonna be fine. She's gonna be a bad bitch. Yeah, I don't know what I want to channel today, but I'm gonna channel it my best. And then I have days where I don't have it, and then I find mm. it because I, I do have it. Sometimes the sexiness is just being chill in the sweatpants and just being all of it. You know, I yes. want to talk about um, just like the way that you move, you guys. I want to. I'm gonna drop a video. There is a central selfie class that's actually on Patreon, and it talks about just getting the right angles and the things to make you just really want to make love to the camera yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually taught by Lacey Love. Um, she's actually a rattler. I went to school with um, another person that opened herself up to getting into the central workspace um, outside of her career. And she just had a thing for selfies and lingerie and like how to change them and edit them. And then also there is... some masturbation courses and trial things on there, as well as a video from Shang on how to create your own porn from home. There's so many classes on there to just that you can take so you can create your own selfies Mm -hmm. and videos. You don't have to distribute it. You don't don't want to to distribute it at all. Like at all. And um, so I'm going to drop some of those links below so you guys can check that out because the thing is like, some of our alter egos and your alter egos are that if you could, you would, you know, mm-hmm. my thing is more so who's watching it. Like if there was like a pristine, rich, self-secure group of people that I could only distribute myself with, yeah. it'd be okay. But I don't <laughs> want none of the stalkers to have access to my, like, well, I don't want you to have, like, but you can't do that. You can't yes. pick and choose and it would bother me. So mm-hmm. it's like, I can't do that. But yeah. I said that in my next relationship, I would be making content. Like I'm oh. going to make, yes, I won't distribute it, but I yeah. do want to make it. Like I... I want to feel the energy of like these lights being on, but my mm-hmm. pussy being out. Like I, I just, I, I just got to get it's it out. It's empowering my for me. I love it. It's empowering. I like to see myself falling in love with like the parts of me, especially like just being a mom and your yeah. body changing and just realizing like, damn, that that's kind of making my pussy wet. Like, mm-hmm. but it's me, and it's like you think you have to change your body, but it's like it's doing something. Like seeing yourself and watching what it does for you and let, allowing yourself to get turned on by you. Mm-hmm. Like it's intense. I just no limits, like really just no limits. So mm-hmm. um, I hope you guys check that out. Like I said, there's almost 300 classes, discussions, videos, workshops, demonstrations, all those kind of things on all Patreon. Things. So sexual essentials is all there. Um, so make sure you guys so check much. that out. Um, make sure that you move, you know, and make sure you check out the thigh highs. I got to get a code for your mm-hmm. followers. Cause you always oh, are in yes. the thigh highs. Um, when I came out with the, that's another thing, like the support. When I came out with the thigh highs, I sent all the girls. I was like, I'm going to send you something. And girls love thigh highs because yes. they rarely go all the way up. Uh-huh. And then yes. when you have thighs, they stop at the knee. Yeah. If, if the knee. Yeah. So when I put them on, I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to cut up. And, you know, I like to move because move, movement is essential for day-to-day life. We don't move our bodies enough when we have a lot of stagnant energy. Yes. Check where your shoulders are. Your shoulders mm-hmm. up here. Have you actually breathed? Is Do your you, tongue at the top of your mouth? You know, like right now. Is the you tongue on top? Put it down. Stagnant energy right now. <laughs> I get stressed out and I bite on my jaws. Mm. There's stagnant energy. So when I move, and I just do the movement that feels good because people think, oh, I got to go to the gym. 
No, just stretch your arm up. Dance. Move, dance. Have a dance party. Oh, I don't know how to dance. It does not matter. Your body does not know that you don't know how to dance, it but your body does moving. know that it feels good. Yeah. Your body knows that it feels good to move. So give yourself the opportunity to feel good because unfortunately, science does tell us that movement helps us. Yeah. And you're people, getting older, you guys. Like we take advantage a lot. Absolutely. You know? Sex workers are some of the healthiest people ever they get tested more often they because their body is their work Mm -hmm. so a lot of these things that are boring i get it which is why we try to bring the show to you in a spicy way but it's still all healthy healing shit because we don't want to be bored like i get it a lot of health stuff be bored so but moving and turning on like your sex playlist and just moving your body like that is a good way to do it like you don't have to do it in the way where it's just like um, it's not a professional performance no just for yourself like you don't have to do something for everybody else and still learn and say you know what i want to try this or whatever the watching sex work and indulging in you know adult content doesn't have to be perverted you guys Mm -hmm. it can be encouraging it can be inspiring it could be oh i want to try that it could give you ideas to spice up your own things or it could be like oh we me and my partner both like this girl or this is his type or like we like to fantasize making yourself available like for people to fantasize about you i think it's so empowering like to say you know y'all not ready for a third but maybe we'll watch her content and we'll act like it's a third or you know it's a part of my purpose because i wasn't giving the capabilities that i have to not walk in them. So I get to be sexy. I get to be art yeah. for people to consume and enjoy. And it helps them with their expression. I did a class the other day on Monday and they were telling me that they watch my videos of me writing so they can get tips and pointers for their relationships. <laughs> and then when they come back and they're like, well, I couldn't do that. That was kind of silly, but mm. I found a way that works for me. That's all I want you to do. It inspired you to try something different That's or to do something to do. different. Absolutely. I want to inspire people to be themselves. Don't be me. Yeah. There's only one me. These are the facts. It's only one you. But inspire, like inspire somebody somebody else with your confidence. Yeah. Because that's what it builds. When you move and you flow through your body, it builds confidence within yourself. So I don't know if I told you, but my background is in holistic health. Yes. 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 I remember when we first met. So when we're moving, say, okay, I woke up this morning, I stretched and I moved, which I usually don't do. Now I think I want to have some water since I've already done good with that. Well, let me not entertain something that doesn't serve me today. Maybe I'll be more expressive over here. Maybe I'll work on my stress levels because now your day has completely transitioned. The trajectory of your day has transitioned because you decided to move and flow with your body. Yeah. It's important. It when is I get attitude I get stressy and depressy. I'm like, okay, I need, to, I need to go outside and I need to move. Yeah. And that's and where a lot of my performance sunlight, sunlight is. Oh my gosh. Sunlight does so much. Mm-hmm. I am going to let this lead us into the spiritual tip of the day. Absolutely. Um, the spiritual tip of the day is a segment just to make it less intimidating when we talk about like spiritual or holistic things and stuff like that. A lot of people are intimidated when we like the witchy girls or the spiritual yeah, things. Yeah, that was me a witch or voodoo something. Yes. Mind you, I just, I'm a and person who likes to take care of herself. Most of the time <laughs> it's just intimidation. And, you know, because people are talking and once you learn something, sometimes you forget that people don't. It's like when you talk to a doctor, Mm -hmm. you're talking all your doctor lingo, but I'm not a doctor. So I don't understand. So can you put it in layman's terms for me? And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And so I think that um, the spiritual tip of the day breaks down something that could be seen as spiritual, whether that's a concept, whether that's a word, a definition or like astrology definition or, you know, like, what does this mean? Like, so that way people can have bite sized pieces to get more comfortable because 
One day, next thing you know, you're like, oh, my higher self. And you're like, when did I start saying that? Right. But it's applicable and you don't know why. You just have to get curious about it curious. enough to be interested. So I give you guys a little bit. Because for me, it, it wasn't t- When I got it, I got it. Like mm-hmm. my spirituality. My spirituality encompasses more than just religion. It's my, it's astrology, which is a tool, not a belief. It encompasses, mm-hmm. you know, crystals and understanding what they stand for. The herbs that you can use for like different natural things or relieving mucus mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. So today's spiritual tip of the day is to make peace from endings. And I say this to say, you are going to make your life so much harder if you don't want to let go. And I get it. We have a PTSD, a trauma response to not want to let things go, to not change. One, because we're comfortable where we are and it's hard for us to believe that there is something that's better for us. Or you remember like when you were a little kid and you got something, you're like, I'm going to keep this forever. And then it broke and you were destroyed. Or, or you don't even like it anymore. Like yeah, my, my, son, my son got Andy. this picture. <laughs> yes. My son got this picture of himself like in as a Spider-Man. And he's like, oh, I'm going to keep this picture on my iPad forever. Okay. And he was over it. My, I, I had this thing. My my makeup artist, she made me a background with the, the sets of the house. And, oh, you know, I was so obsessed with the house. Yes. And I was like, oh, I'm keeping this forever. And I laughed because it's like we get so attached to mm-hmm. things that bring us joy or that, that are happy and transformative. And we just can't imagine like it not doing that anymore and i'm saying make peace with your endings because you can't have what's next if your hands are full that part. and i think that sometimes the thing that we're rejecting is how it might end sometimes everything doesn't end amicably is that the word yes add it to the dictionary if it's not my bad but <laughs> y'all know what i'm saying um and you Sometimes you don't want it to end that way. You don't want to be perceived incorrect. Sometimes you don't know, you don't you you want to explain yourself, but you don't want to overshare because you're learning how to not do that with your trauma response. And so try to way try to find a way to make peace with your endings. I will say that every time I've turned down something, that I've ended something that's not supposed to be there anymore, the thing that I've been waiting on shows up, I promise you, within 24 hours. Within 24, because you're telling the universe where to find you. If you keep holding on, see, for me, I held on to liquor Mm. for so long. I don't drink, you guys. This house, the content house is open bar. Mm. I don't drink at all. And I tried to. I tried because I was like, well, it's fun. It's it's nice to be able to connect, not be left out. Da, 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 da. But every time I tried to hold on to it, I just had negative responses. Absolutely. I didn't feel great. I was acting a fucking fool. Like I couldn't handle it because it wasn't meant for me anymore. Yeah. And I stopped drinking. And every feeling I that open. I wanted to feel. Now, I ain't going to say that it ain't come with like some shivers, some shakes, and some prayer. Like it, 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 took, it was a process, but that's the thing. We're rejecting the it process. It allowed you the process. We're re- our body and us. We're rejecting the process of what it's like to start over something new. Mm-hmm. To 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 grieve. You can grieve and still move on to something else. So, um, the spiritual tip of the day is to make peace with the endings. Understand that the anxiety is normal, and just allow yourself to grieve whatever's ending. Because at the end of the day, an ending, if you are not dead yet, means that there is another beginning mm-hmm. starting for you. And don't worry about having a transition. You you have to transition to grow. And sometimes the transition just isn't the best it's not as amicable as you'd like or it's not a smooth ending and yeah. that's okay you can grieve that and and save space for that but sometimes it's just time to move on so i'm um, just i want you to look at your life and i hope you're encouraged to maybe just say is there a, a friendship i had to cut off a friendship last year that had there was nothing wrong it was nothing wrong but we were not aligned anymore yep. we were staying close friends because Nobody had did anything wrong, right? But it but just didn't, it didn't anymore. serve us anymore, mm-hmm. and that was really hard because it was like I don't want you to think I don't love you anymore. It's just we're not really this, right? You know, and and that was a good 
break off or whatever. It's like, I always have love if you need anything, let me know. But, um, but there are other times where things end and it's not so peaceful. It's not yeah. so okay. It's, I am still grieving sexual essentials changing. Yeah. You know, I, all I know is that I felt so seen when it was at its height, mm-hmm. you know, but also just getting the confidence to transition that into something yeah. else. It's allowing that you can the space. Still live. Yeah. And it's, 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 and don't get me wrong. Yes, I am half homeless and live in a van. And yes, I be eating egg sandwiches. But I have never felt more valuable, useful, seen, and more qualified, uniquely qualified. Because you see it for yourself now. Empathy that I've learned through sex work and the people that I've learned through sex work, mm-hmm. the healers that are within these sex bodies, the healers, the the just the the community that mm-hmm. I found, if I didn't let go, I wouldn't be able to go out here and venture first and say, hey, come over here, you guys. Actually, there's a place for you here, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm empowered by that. And I'm just really excited to see where that goes. Um, so you guys make peace with your endings. Um, mm-hmm. But before we let you go, please look into that camera with your gorgeous face and tell the folks where they can find you. And we will make sure that we post your links. Um, and if you have like a link tree or something, you can yeah. give me that. But I'll post your links below and all that stuff. But give us your outro, girl. You guys, this has been phenomenal. So thank you for having me. I appreciate you. This has been wonderful. Thank you for coming. Girl, when you get the baddies out the house, because you know the real bad bitches, they don't leave the house. They don't leave the house. They don't go to no social events. They're always protecting their energy. They're a little workaholics because it makes them happy and they be working on healing and all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. whenever I bring a baddie out, I'm just, it's my chance to give you your flowers to let you know that you're a part of my story, a part of this journey, and letting people know that sometimes your first interaction with somebody isn't the smoothest. Our interaction, I was like, bitch, about to bail on me on the show. And she didn't. She and came in. She out. showed out. <laughs> said what? But also her understanding, like you know, hey, I was going through this, and and me earning that trust for her to volunteer that information. And so um, I'm just always grateful for our relationship, yes. and you know, the things that we don't say offline, the stuff that we don't give negative energy to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, coming on here and just being professional and sexy and being all the things. I'm just very proud of you. Um, And it's just so full circle. You walked up to me and, girl, booty chinks hanging out. Long ass lives. (laughs) I love you. And I got started and I was watching this and I love how you move. I'm fangirling. And you did. You was like, I'm fangirling. And it just, it made me feel special that somebody, you know, that bad bitches look at me. Like, mind you. You think I'm a bad bitch, but we favor because you two got the booty, the locks, the eyes, <laughs> all of that shit. So you saw you walking up to you validating you. That's all that so was. Read, don't read me. This is my show. Don't shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to shut up when she starts talking again. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep talking. Guys, I, I always love to hear from you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys, um, you can find me at Simone Sky underscore on IG or Sumi, S-U-M-I dot colors for my brand. You can find me at www.simonesymonesky.com. It has all of my links because, you know. A business. You know. A website. All of the things. And if there's anything that you want to see from me, I am very open. I have a phenomenal community. I have the Skywalker Tribe. They started that because they support me. And I love to welcome people in. Um, it's not a mean girls club. Oh, I'm here for nice girl energy. Yeah, we love each other. Yeah. Tremendously. I had someone bring me a figurine of myself last night. Oh. Yeah, it fucked me up. But 
if it weren't for sex work, I wouldn't be in the space. I wouldn't be in this space to be seen, to be appreciated. To be yeah, yeah. So, and it doesn't have to be vulgar, you guys. It can be healthy, holistic. Yes. It's at the end of the day, it's someone's choice. Mm-hmm. Don't think that that girl that's sitting over there covered up is. Sometimes I'm, I, people always say, "Somebody got all that ass. Why you don't let it hang out?" I ain't gonna lie to you. I actually just vibe with a classic style. Mm-hmm. I like you said, you have more of a masculine energy when it comes to clothes. Actually, people mm-hmm. think like this is how you prefer, but I prefer to dress like this. Like y'all don't know. Stop making assumptions. My pussy has nothing to do with my style like <laughs> that part that part it has nothing to do with it it's not being approved or anything people are just choosing what they like yes. don't try to use how other people present themselves to tear down other people mm-hmm. um a lot of the pretty girls get mean girl energy because people assume that you're going to be a mean girl or whatever yeah. that is something to figure out with yourself all the bad bitches be nice to me i ain't gonna lie to that you bad part. bitches love other bad bitches so, do, do. um so thank you for coming on Absolutely. coming out the house i appreciate you i cannot wait to have you back so make yeah. sure that you yes. come on we're gonna do sex stuff next time okay we did all this stuff take the shit off put on our thighs and shake mm-hmm. that ass um but i love you guys thank you so much for tuning in saving space um for us today and please make sure you tell somebody about the show we can't grow without you um this is my real job um <laughs> yes and if you guys have not checked out um take two with tiffany Ren, make sure that you check that out it is my first role as an ep um in my new job tommy got a job y'all yes um producing a show for someone else and using my gifts to produce work for someone else that needs to tell their story um so You're doing amazing. um thank you Thank you. Please make sure you guys check out the Patreon. You can um, you can do just a supporter, um, a supporter tier. It's like five bucks and it just goes to the cost of the production and paying the creatives that decide to do this. Um, appreciate my team and everything. And yeah, make sure y'all leave a review, rate, leave a review. And before you turn this off, just sh- share it with somebody. I love you guys. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you. I'll see you next episode. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. Thank you for keeping an open mind and joining me in creating a safe place for others to share their truth. Make sure that you're following Not Just Another Sex Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. But also, if you want to keep the conversation going, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Not Just Another Sex Pod, as well as Sexual.Essentials. Don't forget to sign up to my Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode. Not only do you get access to my personal life through my close friends and things like that, but I also have almost 300 classes, workshops, private group chats, hands-on demonstrations, interviews, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want more from me, then that's absolutely where you need to be. If you would like to support this podcast, make sure that you rate and review and make sure that you share this episode with your family and friends. I'll see you next week.